Life support is nominal. The oxygen danger indicator level is yellow. Please remember that this is a non-smoking pirate ship. Hey, hey, everybody. Welcome to GameIndustry.com's The Gin Lounge. I'm John Breeden, your chief lounge lizard and the host for this episode of the show. And now that I think about it, pretty much the host of every episode of the show. I'm like thinking that they're going to get fire me or something. I don't know. But anyway, today we're talking about 3D. Speaking of firing something, so so 3D is a topic that, uh, I mean, you know, people think 3D and it's really cool, but apparently um, the gaming industry has a lot of problems getting 3D to work. And there's a lot of uh, groups that are supportive of the what's called the 3D industry, which is sort of a subset of this industry that, that send out press releases almost every day touting how great 3D is. But in fact, our experiences with 3D have been a little bit less than, than awesome. I'm, I'm not saying that 3D is a technology that won't be awesome one day, but right now it seems to have a couple problems. And so I brought three people along into the lounge today that have had experiences with 3D. Uh, some good, some bad, and we're going to examine that and figure out uh, where we're going and where we need to go. Uh, so joining me is uh, Shella. Shella, all the way from England, our European correspondent. Shella, welcome to the lounge today. Thank you very much. Very good. And uh, as uh, as is becoming normal, this was actually Shella's idea. Shella was a, <laughs> Shella was able to um, test out a 3D monitor uh, and, and some 3D gaming. So uh, we'll 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 hear from her how that experience went. Um, and then we also have uh, Todd Hargosh. Todd Hargosh is our extreme gamer. So, of course, uh, 3D being at the extreme edge of the industry, we have to have Todd along. So, Todd, welcome to the lounge today. Thank you. <laughs> and uh, it was interesting. Before the show, Todd and I were talking, and he was talking about uh, some historical 3D games that were tried as far back as, what were you saying, like the NES, right? Yeah, the NES and the Sega Master System. So, okay. Well, that'll be interesting to see how that goes. And I know I've got... Uh, a Wii game coming in for you that's in 3D, so uh, we'll have to see how how that works out on that platform. Yeah. Um, Hopefully, it works out for me. <laughs> yeah, it sounds it sounds neat. So I mean, we'll we'll see how it goes. Uh, and uh, Kelly uh, Adams is the uh, the co-host of the uh, Gamer Geek Show, uh, and Kelly has had some good and some bad experiences with 3D. So Kelly, welcome to the lounge today. No, thank you. Glad to be here. All right. So now, uh, 3D, obviously we're talking about 3D gaming, but I think that 3D gaming is probably being pushed into the mainstream by 3D movies. It seems like every movie is, is 3D these days. I mean, you guys have all seen Avatar, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, that was kind of like the debut of 3D. I mean, there's always been 3D movies out there. I, I, I saw Bolt in 3D, um, How to Train Your Dragon in 3D, and stuff like that. But everybody saw Avatar. Yeah. And a lot of people saw it in 3D. And, and so I think a lot of people were like, why can't we have... 3D on the gaming side. So, so Shelly, you 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 actually got a chance to play some 3D games. We we got you a um a 3D monitor. I'm not going to mention the company because everyone kind of had bad experiences with this yeah, particular monitor. Yeah. But I don't think it was like you you no, don't think it was I, the monitor's fault. No, I don't. No. I don't think it was anything to do, with, to do with the company that it came from. It's just the technology. <laughs> Um, yeah, I mean, Avatar's obviously op- opened the floodgates. Um, apparently it took 70% of its revenue came from 3D. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, so we're all having 3D rammed down our throats, <laughs> whether we like it or not. And um, my experience with the monitor was, um, A, frustrating, uh, B, disappointing. <laughs> um, yeah, and that's <laughs> need I go on. Uh, 
basically it took me ages to set the thing up because uh, you have to check boxes and uncheck boxes and mm. uh, then your desktop disappears and you can't find your your mouse pointer and then you oh god and of course I was dealing with a help desk in the states so I had to wait like half a day because I think they were west coast as well so I had to wait like oh. half a day to get a response and then he's like oh try this and I finally got the thing working and um, then I discovered that my graphics card wasn't um, up to scratch. Mm-hmm. So if I'd been a consumer and I'd paid, I mean, God knows how much these things are, £400 or something for this monitor, mm-hmm. and I discovered that I couldn't even freaking use it because of my graphics card, I'd have been spitting blood, basically. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> yeah, there is that. Now, you were actually able to get it working on um, another system in your house that had a working graphics card, Yeah, right? yeah. How, how so was I, it after after finally you went through all this and you got it working? Like frustration. <laughs> yeah, so I, um, I got it working on Bioshock, mm-hmm. and, um, I mean, it looked great, you know, when it was done and you have to sort of, because um, you've basically got a, a front screen and a back screen, and that's how you get the depth perception. And um, you have to sort of adjust that for your eyes because everybody's eyes are slightly different and, um, you know, adjust it to the depth that you want. And it did look great. You know, all the statues just like went up forever and um you could step over charred corpses, which was quite disturbing, and you know everything popped, and it was, it was, it was, it was good. Um, but after a while, um, I kind of felt it's one of those things that you just kind of get used to, mm-hmm. because I live in 3D. <laughs> so <laughs> most of us know, do. <laughs> It's like you can't, you go, you you put on a game and you switch it to 3D and you go, oh, wow, cool, 3D. And then you just go, uh, you don't really notice it anymore, apart from when um, you're, the wrench in your hand is out of focus, but the far distance is in focus. And then you're like, right, OK, this isn't working. So I'm looking at a blurry wrench trying to hit someone on the head with it. Um, and then you have to adjust the focus, but you can't adjust it so that everything is in focus. Because obviously our eyes don't see the entire world in focus all of the time. Mm. But it's very, very subtle adjustments are being made by the eye, which, of course, you know, nobody can um, reproduce with um, a 400 pound monitor. So I had to have my wrench in focus and then the middle distance was slightly out of focus, which gives you eye strain. And, yeah, I just... Don't go there at the moment is my advice. <laughs> okay. Interesting. Well, tell us how you really feel. All right. <laughs> oh, this one is really a <laughs> goat. Well, um, well, Kelly, I want I wanted to uh, to go over to you because you you uh, were able to play some. Now you also uh, got to experiment with the 3D monitor, and you had the same sort of problems with uh, with compatibility and graphics cards, right? Yeah. It's a- and if it being a laptop, it's not an issue to where I can just, you know, replace the graphics card. Mm-hmm. Well, so. and then luckily, uh, you were able to experience some 3D gaming at, um, a local store, right? Yeah, it was a local electronics store, a little independent, you know, place. And it was pretty cool what they had set up. Now I have no idea what those Uber geeks had rigged <laughs> yeah. with the behind the scenes, cause they are, they are hardcore brainiac. Like, and they are geeky. Let's mod this out to the max type people. They had um, 
WoW on one, and they had on the other one a racing title that I didn't really, you know, catch the name of. Mm-hmm. And on the WoW game, he actually was in a safe area because he was, you know, online and active and stuff. And he was like, here, try to, you know, control my character, put it on the glasses. He's like, see how it is. And I was like, that's kind of cool. That's just kind of neat. But I didn't have any of the problems with the out of focus and nothing Ooh. really, really blurry. But like I said, I don't know what Uber Geek dude did. <laughs> was did it, a, was it third person or was it? Yeah, it was a third. Yeah, yeah. It'd be wild. Yeah, yeah, see, the problem was because Bioshock is obviously an FPS style yeah. where you've got your hand right under the edge of the monitor. So that's very, very near focus, close focus. So the, 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 the difference between what's near to the screen and what's far from the screen is more than if you're playing third person. Yeah, and a lot of the MMOs, uh, and this was from, I, I did some research, uh, uh, when I was looking at, uh, reviewing some 3D monitors. The, um, the, the MMOs especially, the, the maps are all designed in 3D. It's basically they use like a, almost like a CAD program to design the, the levels and the maps and things. So, well, I think that's most games. Well, yeah, and then that data is turned into 2D for for our yeah. for our monitors. Yeah. So, yeah, so w- right. what this 3D kind of does is just sort of unlocks the data that's already there, yeah. right? Yeah. So, but you're right on a on a on a 3D MMO, you're sort of looking across the near distance, and then there's your character, yeah. and then the medium distance is sort of everything around, as yeah. as opposed to having the blurry gun in your hand, which is right up on the screen. Yeah, that's it. So. And that comes into play with something they said. I didn't tap in and really, because they were freely talking about why exactly, but I also said this kind of would seem pretty cool to play, like, Modern Warfare 2 on. Mm. And he's like, no, you want to stay away from first-person shooters on 3D. He says, your accuracy rate will go downhill fast. (laughs) And I was like, yeah, I can't have that suffering. <laughs> no, not not especially not multiplayer. No, I I got to play uh, Call of Duty Modern Warfare two, not the not the new one, but the Call of Duty four uh, on three on three D. And I I can say that was that was true. It was really neat because you know you're like in Iraq or wherever it was. I think it was like in Africa somewhere, but it looked like Iraq where all those guys were popping up off of ledges and things and shooting at you, and it was pretty darn scary because <laughs> it was like you were there, but. I had an experience where um, I shot at a guy and I used like a RPG or something, and I I swear I had him set dead on, and the RPG landed like well short of the target, and and I'm thinking maybe that was because the 3D wasn't actually giving me the right picture, you know? <laughs> so maybe. <laughs> so I don't know. Oh, right, Todd. Um, so you this is fascinating. You were saying that. 3D has been attempted on on old consoles that I couldn't even imagine could process the 3D information. Yeah, the originally started with when I was playing on the NES. Mm-hmm. Um, there were some games that took it, tried to use the old red blue style uh, 3D that was real popular back in the 1950s. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, when you tried doing that, when you're using the glasses, the images came out as a dark gray, mm-hmm. yeah. and it was hard to make out during the actual gameplay. The Sega Master System tried doing uh, kind of like what they do today. They have the way a television works. Mm-hmm. Well, the original analogs. Uh, when they did a display, they did an interlay scan. It's like it inter- did one every other row. They projected that, then a split second after they projected the other, mm-hmm. the alternate row of of, um, of the image. It's called a was called a frame. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm sorry, it was called a field actually. And it was able to implement both fields 
in the glasses they use for that polarized the field so you'd be able to create a 3D effect on that. Now, unfortunately, I did not have a chance to test that out. Oh, which I did, but I didn't have a master system at the time. Mm-hmm. But then, of course, uh, Nintendo, 10 years later, they tried a second, second attempt at 3D. I'm not sure if you all heard of the Virtual Boy. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. They tried doing that. It did the same thing, except for, for some reason the images had to come out red. They couldn't do full color. Hmm. <laughs> okay. They used to say the um, system caused a lot of eye strain. In fact, Nintendo advise people to stop playing after 30 minutes continuously. You're kidding. <laughs> I'm autistic. <laughs> yeah. It makes you wonder why that thing failed. <laughs> really? Well, you've got the company saying, don't play it for more than 30 minutes. That might, yeah. that might, be, that might be a thing. So, uh, yeah, the eye, the eye strain, I think, is a big issue. I know even, like Shello was saying, even with the, um, even with the movies, uh, the movies, there are a lot of people that probably have never seen a 3D movie before that went and saw Avatar because at least in my local Megaplex when Avatar was huge, there would be like eight theaters that were showing Avatar in 3D and one theater that was showing it in without 3D. So if you, if you just walked in and said, I want to see Avatar, and you really didn't know what you were doing, I, most <laughs> likely you would have seen it in 3D. <laughs> yeah. And you probably went, what the crap? My ticket price is what? Yeah, exactly. I know. <laughs> yeah, I I'm too much of a cheapskate. I, won't, <sighs> I will not pay more for a 3D. I'm like, ooh, yeah, <laughs> I don't care. Well, I wonder if they'd let you bring, <laughs> I wonder if they'd let you bring your own. 3D glasses. <laughs> I mean, there's so many. If you've got one set of Pixar 3D glasses that you bought when you saw Bolt, I mean, why can't you use them for something else? Toy Story 2, you know? But, but you give them back. Well, you do in the UK. Yeah, you, yeah you they have recycling. Um, they have recycling yeah. in our theaters too. Yeah, but I mean, I figure I've paid the extra money. I'm keeping my glasses. <laughs> Oh, but I don't think the extra money is for the glasses, is it? Let's face it. Well, that's that's my logic anyway. So. Oh, yeah. I, have a, I have a huge collection of 3D glasses. And I'm <laughs> but but anyway, my point was uh, I thought I had a point at some point. Um, no, uh, so the people went in and saw 3D, and there was a whole series of articles uh, of people that got sick because of the the eye strain yeah. and so forth, mm-hmm. and because. What it's what it's doing is it's tricking your eye into into looking at 3D and it's it's not just eye strain but that whole system with your actually it's tied into your inner ear and the way your brain yeah. works. If in if you're in like a 3D setting and you hit like a lot of these like rides at amusement parks that are like 3D simulators and you hit a wall and your brain tells you okay we're going to fall over this wall and and your inner ear doesn't experience that yeah your brain gets confused and some people get headaches Mm. so yeah well that's kind of like doom syndrome isn't it like some people can't play doom or those kinds of games because it makes them sick mm -hmm. there's a lot you can get motion sickness there's there's a fair amount you can do on a 2d shield with like um lighting the room up if you light if you put actual lights on both sides mm. of your monitor, uh, like, you know, just lamps, you, you can eliminate a lot of that. Um, but there's not much you can do on the 3D side, I don't think. No. Yeah. Now, the, well. the other the other issue which Shella has brought up and uh, is the, the glasses, the need for the glasses. Now, Shella, I believe you said in your column, 3D will never <laughs> come into the mainstream as long as we still have to wear these dorky glasses. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's not what the glasses look like, although they look a lot better now. But... It's just, I don't want to sit at home wearing a pair of freaking cheap sunglasses. <laughs> it, 
it's just it's an, it's like another barrier to the immersion because basically you're not immersed because you're sitting on the sofa in a pair of cheap sunglasses and the, the glasses have got to go i'm sorry but they've got to go and they there must be a way of doing it where you don't have to it's just a sort of a, in the future they are going to look at us and they are going to laugh <laughs> that we thought this was like a huge step forward it's like you know it at one day we're not going to need it mm. well well in fact nintendo's bringing out a portable which apparently doesn't need glasses i was about ready to bring the 3ds up yeah yeah what, what's, what's that all about tom uh the next evolution of the ds it's going to be called the nintendo 3ds mm-hmm. assumably we'll probably find out when e3 gets here next month mm-hmm. but they're claiming that there's they're going to be able to do 3d without the use of glasses yeah now that is a step forward I mean, watching Avatar in 3D for me isn't a step forward because mm-hmm. no. I reckon I could have watched Avatar in 2D and gone, yeah, that was a bloody good movie. But I certainly wouldn't have come out saying, you know what? It would have been so much better if it was in 3D. <laughs> it's like either a good movie or it's not a good movie. It doesn't matter if like sticks poke out of the screen at me or not. Well, the one thing that was good about the Avatar 3D was that they did try to make it immersive 3D. Like a lot of the 3D movies, like I, I, I've seen quite a few, are all like, yeah. uh, okay, the little little hamster's in a wheel and he's spinning and he rolls off the screen at you and everybody ducks. Yeah. You know? It, it was much more subtle, wasn't it, it Avatar? Yeah, it was kind of like this is the real world of Avatar. So that that was kind of neat. Yeah. So yeah, I mean it was cool, but I've gone to see Alice in Wonderland, and you know, and there's just stuff stick sticking out at the, you know, people jabbing things at the screen, and it's just like you know, I just want to watch the movie. Can you stop? You just feel that things are placed there because there's 3D. And, you know, that they wouldn't ordinarily have done lots of sort of stuff at the screen. And it's just like... They uh, should have taken the marker from, was it Jaws 3 or something was the first 3D movie I think I saw? Mm -hmm. It was Jaws like way back. I just dated myself real good. Yeah. (laughs) But yeah, it had the floating bloody bones and stuff from the ocean floating at you. And everybody's like, yeah. It's like, yeah. yeah, that worked back then when it was new. Yeah, I mean, yeah, because Avatar, I have to say, did do it really well, but I'm not really bothered about 3D movies. Mm-hmm. I think 3D games, I think 3D has more of a place in games than it does in movies. You know, I think um, um, it'll take off better. It would be, it'll be more applicable to games because games are interactive whereas movies are a passive experience and the fact that it is in 3d for me at least does nothing to enhance the movie experience because it's either a good movie or it's not whereas a game you're like moving through a world and you're trying to immerse yourself as much as possible and so yeah i think more of a place yeah i I had a theory that maybe Maybe certain games could have spot 3D, and here's where I came up with this theory was um, uh, I was just reviewing a uh, 3D projector, and that seems to be a DLP projector, and that seems to be the thing they all have to have 3D now. And I didn't get to play any games with it, but I did get to see this educational program, and it was like a, a educational unit on the solar system. 
And it was pretty cool because we're talking about like a 10-foot screen for one thing, you know, because you make the projection as big as you want, basically. And the solar system came out, and it was – all the planets were rotating, and they all looked real, and and it was awesome. And I was thinking like – I was thinking like a game like Mass Effect or something. If you would go to the – when you went to the computer and you you brought up your star chart or whatever, if it was in 3D, it might be kind of cool without actually having to make the whole world 3D. Yeah, that would be cool. That's (laughs) a Idea. I, I want my stuff like Iron Man has, where I can just walk in my basement and trash ideas and go to this one and just, mm-hmm. yeah, jostle them around. That was cool. <laughs> now, they implement something like that, I'm game. <laughs> so, so uh, Todd, what, what, do you, what do you think about the whole the whole glasses thing? I mean, do, do you, are you as much are you as much against 3D because of the glasses, or, or do you think it's mostly? The compatibility. It sounds like there's two issues with 3D right now. It seems like the the glasses, and then also the fact that unless you have a dedicated system, you, you're really going to have to you know spend a lot of money basically to get a system working that'll work with 3D. Yeah, it's pretty much both the same. I agree with Shella about being restricted to a pair of glasses. Uh, I'm as we were talking, I'm reading something here about something called auto stereoscopy mm-hmm. or stereoscopy. Basically, do you remember the magic eye books that were real popular in the mid nineties? Sure, sure. Oh, yeah. I've, I've tried to, even to this day. I'm trying to look at this image, and I I cannot make it out. <laughs> mm-hmm. Not many people are capable of doing that like me. Mm-hmm. And that, that's probably what the uh, 3ds is going to do. Mm-hmm. But if you can't make it out, I mean, then what's the point? Hmm. Yeah, interesting. And, and the other thing that's coming to mind is now that TVs are not using the original. Uh, interlace scanning that I mentioned earlier, they're now going progressive scan. For it to work uh, in 3D, basically you're going to draw twice as many images. All right. Yeah. So it's either it's either you get a 120 hertz game system, or you uh, lose, you have to cut the frame rate down in half. Yeah, that's how that's exactly how the the 3D projector I reviewed worked. It actually drew the image twice on the screen, and I wore a pair of polarized glasses that were actually had batteries, and it only let one image into my eye at a time, basically, and it, it sort of made it 3D. But that's how it worked. So you're right. I guess I guess that was a lot more processing power inside that projector. I mean, I mean eventually, uh, we know that TVs are now starting to uh, evolve into the 120 hertz uh, generation. Mm-hmm. I'm sure you've seen that uh, being and the done. TVs are all pushing the 3Ds. Mm-hmm. Have you seen this push on them? Have you seen the price on them? <laughs> Don't crazy. want to. I already know it's going to be bad. <laughs> I mean, that's going to be the push for the next generation of console, isn't it? Exactly. It's 3D because they're going to have to increase their processing power to mm-hmm. even be able to keep up. Well, the- so if TVs go 3D, then here comes Xbox 420 or whatever. 720. Yeah, it almost have to be because, you know, people are going to demand that, and that's that's probably going to raise the price of the next console. Mm -hmm. Are people going to demand it? I'm not convinced. I'm not convinced. Hello, people. I already wear glasses so I can see. (laughs) I don't really dig putting another pair over top of them. Yeah, you've got your little clip on. Wait, here, here's my question to the three of you. Let, let me ask you this, because this is a question that I, I sort of asked myself about 3D. I know Shella said that you know gaming is sort of made for 3D, you know, because it's an interactive environment. But is the state of the games these days? I mean, the the graphics are freaking amazing. I was playing uh, Metro. 
2033, which is not a top tier game really, but I mean, it's, it's in, the physics are amazing. Everything looks, I mean, I'm just, I sit there and I look at the world and I'm just completely enthralled by it. It's, it just looks awesome. And I feel like I'm there. Is it, do you think that because the graphics on these games are so good that we don't, I mean, do we really need 3D? Uh, I'll ask. Uh, I'll ask Kelly. Why not? <laughs> I don't really think so. I mean, Square Enix is one of the companies that's infamous for having stellar graphics. Oh, like like Final mm-hmm. Fantasy. <laughs> yeah, if you make a beautiful world that you're gaming in, everything's so detailed and lush and just gorgeous, then. No. Do I really want it coming out at me? Do I want it three-dimensional? No. Is my game going to lag because you made it 3D? Because mm. <laughs> I'm not patient with that. Right, right. Yeah. No, I'm not patient with low times, lags, nothing. <laughs> and definitely don't crash my system. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Got to begin. All right, let me, let me ask a final question where you guys can all wrap up your thoughts. So... It sounds like 3D, decent idea, could be done well. What, what do, here's my question, and I'll start this time with Shella. And, uh, and so the question, the final question of the day is then, what, what needs to happen before you personally will be willing to accept 3D? There needs to be no glasses. Needs, so that means there needs to be, um, a TV or monitor a system that will work without glasses um, that doesn't cost me like £2,000. Mm-hmm. My games console needs to be able to keep up with the monitors, though. Yeah, I don't want any Jerko vision on my games. <laughs> and it's got to be... In, I don't just want 3D gaming just for the sake of it, because, you know... I'm quite happy with a game that is a good game, that has a good story and that plays well. It has to be implemented well as well, because otherwise it's just a gimmick mm-hmm. and I'll get over it quickly. Gotcha. Okay. Makes sense. Todd, Todd, what about you? Uh, pretty much the same as what Shella has. Um, I'm curious to see how the Nintendo 3DS will work. Um, I mean, their, their claim of uh, not needing glasses to, to play it, I'm, I'm still calling BS until I get first-hand accounts. Mm-hmm. I mean, I want to see it firsthand. Of course, if we were going to E3, you know we wouldn't be able to see it because I'll have sitting bull standing in front of the door saying appointment only. <laughs> but, but no, um, until I see it firsthand, uh, I do not think it's going to survive. Okay. I, I have seen a laptop many, many years ago that you were able to see 3D without um, having glasses, but it was a dedicated gaming system. I think the problem is if you if you create – which wouldn't be a problem with the gaming system. It's a problem on the PC because if you create a yeah. monitor that is designed to always do 3D without the glasses, that means you can't word process on it. Because that was the thing, the other thing with the 3D monitor was you had to switch off the 3D, mm. so you had to go in and mm-hmm. and it's just like, oh, God, I'm just never switching this on again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. well, Kelly, what do you think? What, it sounds like you're the, the most favorable towards 3D at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's all about... The, the money, really. It's the financial aspect. Are they going to charge an arm and a leg for everything to do 3D? And then how well is my game going to run? Because if my game doesn't run properly, then you're going to get one ticked off gamer. Yeah, especially if you pay that much. Yeah, yeah. ticked off female gamers are not a pretty sight. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> gotcha. Okay. Well, they still might be pretty, but <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I understand. I understand. All right. Well, interesting. So, okay, 3D industry, <laughs> you've you've the gauntlet has been laid down. Um, what about you, John? What what has to happen? Oh God. Whoa! Turn around and give me a question. That's, yeah, that's or, or, or are you the impartial. That's not fair. Um, I think that uh, 3D could be good for for me. It's more um, incorporating it into the story. Like for example, like I think that Avatar the movie did a good job in 3D because. To, to me, it was like the world was in 3D. That's just how the world works. Yeah. I don't like the whole have a pizza, you know, and they throw stuff, pepperonis yeah. at you off the screen. <laughs> you know, that that was kind of cool when I was, you know, little and I was watching monster movies on DC-20, you know, and stuff. But Or even SCTV did a good job lampooning. Right, that. exactly. I remember that, yeah, or they were like, yeah. it's 3D, and they'd move forward yeah, and back. The 3D house of pain. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, so, you know, if you can create a game... You, you, you know, like, for example, like Red Dead Redemption. I mean, supposedly that they have the most realistic looking horses ever to grace any game ever made. I mean, if they're supposed to have spent so much time on these horses mm-hmm. that they're unbelievable. So I'd be pretty happy with that. But if somebody would take the time to make 3D horses and it made the horses more real, then I, I would embrace that. So and and I wouldn't worry too terribly much about the costs. It, for me, it's more the immersion aspect. And I, I think that um, getting rid of the glasses is a good first step to immersion. Um, but but designing a game that lets you believe that you're in the world is is the the thing. So I mean, I don't know. Maybe skip right from 3D to virtual reality, where you can just jack into the you know the game matrix and play. Yeah, would <laughs> be better. So. Because that's the thing. I mean, if it's implemented badly, it'll just bring you out. Of the it's game. it's all, it's worse to have bad 3D. I mean, then yeah, certainly. Absolutely. <laughs> so, um, or as I always say, just having 3D just for the sake of having. It. Exactly. Yeah, you don't just want another little 3D sticker on your box to have. You you want it to actually the game. You want the gamers yeah, for a reason. Yeah, you want the gamers to say, "Wow, that game was." Yeah. Was designed for 3D. Yeah. So. Oh, yeah. yeah. So. All right. Well, uh, people that uh, have an opinion, I'm sure everybody sort of has an opinion on 3D. Let us know. Let us know what your experiences about 3D gaming has been. Our email address is ginlounge at gameindustry.com. We would love to hear from you. So uh, until next time, let's hope that uh, the real world stays in 3D. And until they get things worked <laughs> out, it sounds like gaming stays on 2D. <laughs> so. <laughs> all right. I'll see you all next time. 